Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, 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 welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your programming. Happy Thursday, everybody. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Mr. Bo Brock. And Bo, you know, we've got a loaded show today, a banner Thursday show ahead of a right. holiday weekend. What better way to kick it off than to double down on the announcement? If you saw it on Twitter today, Bo Brock, a brand new extension of the PHNX Cardinals podcast, Bo. I mean, you already knew we had a playmaker on our roster and Greg Dorch. He joined us yesterday in studio, talked all things about making the roster for the second consecutive year, his rise to the NFL ranks, and of course his uh, his new teammate that was his old teammate in high school and Kayvon Wallace, who we'll talk about later. But we're going to get to know Greg Dorch on another level, and it's going to be with his new podcast, All Purpose with Greg Dorch. Cannot wait for that. That dropped today. That news, it's been something we've been sitting on for a while, and we're pumped to tell you about now. So once a week during the regular season, Greg Dorch is going to do his podcast, and he's going to have an array of guests, probably teammates, people in his life, and we're going to get to know G a little bit better throughout the year. I love that story that you told when we had kind of hinted at Greg's podcast. It had been in the works for a while and you were in the the locker room and yeah. Greg was in there kind of showing off some of the, the video that the, the crew, the talented crew here at PHNX have been working on behind the scenes and uh, some fellow wide receivers talking about maybe making an appearance on the podcast. That's right. Yeah. They were lobbying uh, Greg Dorch for that, including wide receiver one Hollywood Brown. He was, he was a tough negotiator. He said yeah. 10 bands, which I believe uh, is 10,000 is 10, bucks. Uh, and then he, he, he switched it up. He said, if Greg Dorch goes on his Twitch channel, Hollywood's Twitch channel, he'll mm-hmm. return to a, a podcast with Greg Dorch. So I think that might be in the works. We'll see. Uh, and then Zach Pascal was like, dude, I'll join you for free. So who knows? We'll see if some of the Arizona Cardinals wide receivers make it onto these uh, PHNX airwaves. But you got to stay tuned and, of course, look for future episodes of All Purpose with Greg Dorch. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you find podcasts. Of course, leave that five-star and that review course subscribe to this great channel phx uh, sports here on youtube kyler ren in the chat is steve kime joining the dorch podcast fuck no because we have much better judgment than to put steve kime onto this fine platform hold on what about 
Stephen Kime. The uh, did you notice that? I mean, I know we're gonna deep dive this uh, just clusterfuck that U of A tried to put on social media yesterday, but they had his name is Stephen Kime. I was like, is this a rebranding of some sort? No, as, as somebody who can go by John or Jonathan or Johnny, yeah. uh, no, that's that's. It was one of the most egregious things I've ever seen on Twitter, <laughs> and that's saying a lot. I, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, uh, I don't know who Stephen Kime is, but all I know is that U of A uh, has promptly deleted their video. But we're going to talk about it because we keep receipts. So, in all seriousness, uh, super fired up for Greg and all the people that work at this this fine establishment here, at PHNX, PHNX Cardinals. People work their butts off and. And, and Greg is going to be an integral part of what we're doing this season, as is he's going to be an integral part for the Arizona Cardinals receiving core, Bo Brock. You know, it's funny. We are, what, roughly 10-plus days out from the start of the regular season, and there is still, I don't know, a little bit of a theory out there that the Cardinals may not be settled at quarterback one. You'll see some yeah. other establishments putting out there. I don't want to call it clickbait, mm-hmm. but in reality, that's, I think, what it is because the quarterback competition, Bo Brock, between Clayton Toon and Colt McCoy and Joshua Dobbs ended. And you know what? when it ended? It ended last Thursday when the Cardinals (laughs) traded for Joshua Dobbs. So, yeah, maybe for like half a minute before Joshua Dobbs got a phone call from Jonathan Gannon saying, hey, we're trading you and you're going to be our starter. Maybe there was a little uncertainty there. But, uh, you know, contrary, and I love JG and he's playing the game, but he knows damn well who his QB1 is, and it's number nine. Right. I, I, don't, I don't think there's really any debate, right? I mean, you saw the performances from Clayton Toon throughout training camp and preseason, and you're encouraged. And I highly encourage actually people to check out uh, quarterback breakdown. JT yeah. O'Sullivan, former uh, NFL quarterback, uh, did a deep dive into Clayton Toon's last preseason performance. And you look at the stats, you're like, man, Clayton, he did pretty well. What, nine for 12 and, and moved the ball, made some solid throws. But if you look at the intricacies of playing the position, you know, he missed a lot of things, including that third down where they blitzed the holy hell out of him and he didn't pick up his hot route and, and he took a shot and he fumbled the football and it set up a score for the Minnesota Vikings. And those are the kind of things when you've got a roster like the Arizona Cardinals do going into the 2023 season, you can't put your defense in a compromising position. You can't make mental mistakes like that. And that's one of those things where you've got a fifth round rookie or any rookie signal caller for that matter. Uh, you know, I, I just don't think that you can you can stand to do that to your team. So you bring in a guy who's got the same kind of size, arm strength, athleticism as Clayton Toon with knowledge of the system and has been around the block as far as the NFL and preparing. Uh, you know, Joshua Dobbs said that he was preparing, you know, his entire career to be the starter. And if it actually comes to fruition September 10th in Washington, he's going to be more than prepared. So I think you're, you're exactly right. I mean, this thing... It ended a week ago, uh, and, and Clayton Toon, like I've said, and I've maintained for for a long time, is this team wanted him to be the backup quarterback, and I think that's that's what his gig uh, come the season opener, and that's good. That's that's great for a guy that was drafted 135th overall. You're already a made man when you're the first quarterback selected by this new regime. Respectfully to everybody else, it's like, hey, they're not going to cut their own guy. Petsing, Gannon, Dave Sears, Monty Austin Ford all signed off on this kid to be a part of the team for better or worse, right? And it would be a direct indictment of this operation now with the new people in charge if if Clayton Toon wasn't the backup. Clayton Toon just needs about 12 to 18 months of in-depth time and study with the quarterback guru, in my opinion, and Drew Petsing. Like they just they just need to be lockstep 
hold the clipboard, be on a headset, and be next to Kyler Murray now, be next to Joshua Dobbs, maybe be next to you know Caleb Williams at some point. We don't know. <laughs> like that's that's where he needs to operate. I think he's gotten a ton of reps, which was on purpose this offseason. I mean, like even outside of the preseason games, and he took, I think it was probably pretty equal between he and David Blau, but he might have taken more reps during the preseason than any quarterback with this team. I think he did. Um, he got a ton of reps during practice. It's not like he was off to the side. Like Jeff Driscoll wasn't participating. Joshua Dobbs wasn't here yet. We know Colt McCoy didn't participate a ton. He was out there pointing. So most of the time it was Clayton Toon absolutely getting throws in with ones and twos. So I, I think this was a really big developmental period for, for Clayton Toon. That, not that it ends, but I mean you're going to have now veterans come in and take the baton. And outside of an injury to Joshua Dobbs or just horrendous play, which right. I don't anticipate. Like Clayton Toon's not going to play this year, and that's okay because again, my most difficult thing to to juggle with was being excited about Clayton Toon and the attributes that you saw in practice and the big arm and the mobility, but also thinking to myself like, well, yeah, but they can't play him because that would be a disservice to his development. But oh, by the way, I don't want to see Colt McCoy play either. So like, if this is what I'm getting, I'm going to go with the young kid. Well, now that I have, in my opinion a reasonable alternative in Joshua Dobbs. Now you can finally allow Clayton Toon to take a breath and settle into his role. Yeah, it 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 makes too much sense for this Arizona Cardinals team to to move forward with the guy with uh, you know, live reps under his belt in NFL games. It's not a ton, right? But he's also got experience in previous preseasons and mechanically I think that you'll notice Joshua Dobbs is is there already and as far yeah. as kind of finding the footwork that is specific to, you know, Drew Petzing's system and finding that rhythm, I think he's just way closer. And it's not an indictment on Clayton Toon. Like, Clayton Toon was selected, you know, in the fifth round by Monty Osfort over DTR, one pick ahead, for a reason. They like his – they like – you know what he brings to this team, his skill set, his size, his athleticism, his arm strength. But as far as what he needs between the ears and as far as identifying and diagnosing defenses pre-snap and making the correct reads throughout the offense during any given play, it's just not there yet. And I think, you know, you can watch the JT O'Sullivan, uh, you know, quarterback room, you know, breakdown. Uh, and, and it's it, some people would be discouraged by it, but I would say you should be encouraged by it. Like he he got away with some things just on pure arm strength and, and you know his his playmaking ability that you're you know a, a lesser quarterback would have been picked off. It would have been a pick six. It would have been a turnover. He only had one turnover. You know you know this this preseason really that was his fault and that was not picking up the blitz. The the pick was Rondell Moore falling down. And other right. than that, you know he did a decent job taking care of the football and that's that's encouraging. Yeah, it is. And it's also encouraging because this is somebody that never complained, came in, was prepared, was professional. They didn't have to make a snap judgment move. They I mean, he got them respectfully through training camp and the preseason with Jeff Driscoll hurt David Blau on mop-up duty and Colt McCoy. Let's call it what it is just not participating up to, to their, to their standards, right? Like think about that for a team like the Cardinals that is in a full blown rebuild for the first training camp for a kid that didn't play at a power school last year to come in and say, Hey Clayton, can you operate with Rondell Moore and Michael Wilson? Can you help these guys? Can you walk through Hollywood Brown? What we're doing? Like that's the responsibility they put on him. So I would even say more so like 
His on-field production was solid, right? I think that's what I'm going to give him, a solid on-field production. But off the field, I mean, how he handled himself, I think it was was really strong. And again, now he hands the baton over to somebody in Joshua Dobbs, in my opinion, that it, that is more equipped to handle the rigors of the regular season. Again, it's a two-parter. Toon can can be the guy in training camp and preseason. Now we need we need an experienced quarterback to come in and throw the ball 20, 25 times a game. You know, I was doing a deep dive, Bull Brock, on uh, Jacoby Brissett last year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are games that that he looked pretty good, right? There are games that they won early that the Browns were, I think, a little bit ahead of schedule last year in terms of their rebuild but like they won i think two of three to begin last year and in those games i mean jacoby Brissett threw on average just right around 30 attempts but then as the attempts got higher 45 34 35 they started losing games why did they lose those games where they were behind big they were behind big to new england they were behind big to, to the chargers they lost to atlanta like the sweet spot and jacoby Brissett beat the Bengals last year yeah. He threw 22 passes that game, right? He threw 35 passes. He lost to Miami. So, like, I, it's clear what they want to do with Joshua Dobbs. Right. They want to get into that sweet spot of 20, 25, maybe 30 max attempts. That's it. And I think Dobbs is a better runner of the football. I think he gives you more in the open field. I always used to joke with our guy Shane Diefenbach on the tailgate show, give me the Jacoby Brissett over and rushing, and it would barely hit. It would hit by, like, five yards and I and I put down and be 10 yards right I think Dobbs is going to average like 30 yards on the ground per game I think you're going to be able to supplement a lot of boots and rollouts like we've talked about but to me it's like you couldn't ask Clayton Toon to do that I mean right now I think it's the perfect game plan for Joshua Dobbs to succeed is Keontae Ingram James Conner I think get 30 plus touches combined and then Joshua Dobbs comes in and he throws the ball 25 times and has like three or four carries himself I see. Uh, I was at TX uh, double tap here in the in the chat with with some good stats. Absolutely, Clayton Tune uh, in the Cougars led the nation in red zone touchdowns. Yeah. He was they were lethal there. You look at the tape mm-hmm. because of the athleticism, because of his 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 ability to to make throws. But at the same time, they were run kind of a spread, right? They were yeah. they were running uh, or, or more of like an air raid, right? And and now they're they're running more of a pro. Where and it's also there's there's a lot of as far as throwing mechanics and footwork that that is is a big change for for Clayton Toon. Like I I don't doubt that Clayton Toon's going to be a guy that's going to be knocking on the door as far as being an NFL starting quarterback. Even with like when you have a legit starter in there in front of you, like when Kyler Murray comes back, like I, I think that Clayton Toon. That's what they envision when they draft him. They see a mm-hmm. high ceiling as far as what they get with Tune and him already showing that he's got a pretty decent floor. I mean, that's 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 the biggest and most encouraging thing. But you know, I'm seeing it in the chat. Run the football, absolutely. Like when we look at the splits from this previous, you know, play calling on offense, it was it was far too uh, skewed as far as throwing the football. And you're absolutely right. If you can if you can get that good pass run balance, or maybe even go the other way where you're running, you know, 55 percent of the time and you're throwing the ball 45 percent of the time. I mean, that as far as keeping your offense on the field, keeping your defense fresh playing that complimentary football I mean that's that's what it's all about but also look that's the that's the idea that most NFL teams or most football teams want to play with it's it's not like I'm not creating a new way of, of playing football here neither is Drew Petzing or Jonathan Gannon but you know ideally they're going to go out there and they're going to go and pound the pound the football set up 
second and third and manageable and hopefully get Josh Dobbs to make a play with his arm or his legs. And Dobbs gives you the best opportunity to do that as far as where he is in his career. In all of his starts last year with Brissett, they ran the ball with him on average about four to 4.5 yards per game. He had about four attempts. Now, I don't know how many of those were like broken down, him running out of the pocket. I think Dobbs could have more than that, assuming he could hold up. But listen, a lot of this is going to be predicated on do the Cardinals fall behind early in games? Like they're, let's not get it twisted. They're going to be games this year. They're going to be down a couple scores and, and they're going to have to throw the football. But in a perfect world, like both of their preseason wins, I don't, I hate to use those as, as an example, but I will. It's like, can we just keep the game seven to 10 points close? Because then we can play the kind of football we want. And I think the run game is going to help the defense, but it's also going to be predicated on the defense. It's also going to be predicated, Bo on offensive line play. And speaking of that, the Cardinals have had some turnover here in the last day or so, especially on the interior offensive line. What more can you tell us? Yeah, so they had to uh, put on IR Dennis Daly. So he joins Jonathan Gaines. So that was a costly preseason finale for the Arizona Cardinals depth on offensive line. Those were two guys in camp that were mainstays as far as the second group, along with Kelvin Beecham. So I think confidently you look at this offensive line, you've got six deep, right? The starting five, Kelvin Beecham, and then you bring in some kind of unknowns. Like you might like El Manning that that the team had in in pre-draft top 30 visit. And it was a local kid here at Apollo and then went on to play at Hawaii and got drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. And I asked Jonathan Gannon today, about Elm and they were they're excited to be able to add him and they loved what they saw on as far as his preseason tape with San Francisco but do they want to put him in or have to be forced to put him into the lineup uh, if they suffer more injuries on this offensive line I don't I don't think anybody would want to and then they brought in some guys that uh, maybe their offensive lineman or offensive line coach was more familiar with today they made the move with the with the rosters uh, kind of having a spot open, they bring in a kid from from Indianapolis uh, that they added to their roster. They claimed a, another league-high seventh waiver claim. They pick up Carter O'Donnell because they had to put also Majay Sanders on IR. So Dennis Daly, Majay Sanders, not like Jonathan Gaines, where I think both of them have an opportunity to come back. But uh, O'Donnell comes back and he's got familiarity with what they like to do on the offensive line with the big, the big hogs there up front. Uh, Fishbowl Flash, really good question. Any regret on Josh Jones trading away Josh Jones? I don't think so because I think they knew he couldn't play interior. I think they, yeah. in a pinch, he could play guard for like a possession or a series, but I, they, they didn't want to play him inside. They, his, his, his strength is playing outside a tackle and they have three capable tackles, maybe more. I think it's, What's going to happen if Elijah Wilkinson or Will Hernandez or now, God forbid, Yelda Froldholt go down could get a little dicey um, yeah. with with them in there. Cardinals, I think, are, are going to be solid up front. It's one of the strengths, surprisingly, of the team right now. They need to get these guys acclimated and acclimated fast. Um, L's an interesting case study. But again, you mentioned it like they had interest and he he was coveted as yeah. was their new tight end ball Brock. So a lot of changes for this team up front, offensive line, tight end, potentially. Now Edwards, the wide receiver slash tight end out of Stanford was supposedly <laughs> attempted to be claimed by five teams and the Arizona Cardinals first in line. They get the big tight end out of Stanford teammate of Michael Wilson's who presumably ball Brock, despite maybe a need at the position of bigger wideout, is going to stay at tight end. 
Yeah, it's like the uh, what Sopranos series finds its way to the bargain DVD bin at Walmart. Like it's a it's a hot commodity, right? Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can get a, a great product at a discount price. That's what you want. Now, Elijah Higgins, you know the, the Stanford as far as Stanford football. It, it hasn't been, you know, uh, what it once was, right? We think of like uh, Andrew Luck. We think of uh, Zach Ertz, lots of NFL players that have come out of that program. And then it's, it fell on some really tough years before the end of the David Shaw era, which was last year. It was just Tanner McKee, who I think Philly's pretty high on. And then they had, of course, Michael Wilson, who just won the pre-draft process from the Senior Bowl to the NFL combine to being selected 96 overall in the third round by the Arizona Cardinals. And then Elijah Higgins was another guy that was, you know, part of that, that I think a lot of teams, they liked what they saw. And I think Miami really did as well. And, you know, they had to make a, a tough decision and they ended up cutting him away. Jonathan Gannon confirmed, like they view him as a tight end. He's a converted wide receiver, but he's going to stay in that tight end role here at the NFL level, a little bit more size. And you have to imagine like, He's a playmaking guy. He's not going to be in there probably if, if you're looking on a, on, a, on a just a pure run play. They might, you know, probably take him off the field in place of a guy that's known more for his, his blocking prowess and a Jeff Schwain. Yeah, I, I called him Edwards. I meant uh, Higgins, my mistake. Yeah. Uh, here's what I will say. Uh, somebody asked me today in the DM, like, what does this mean for Trey McBride? They're so active adding tight ends. This is an indictment on Trey McBride. I think it's actually a good thing for Trey. Because I think that it shows you this offense is going to be two to three deep with tight ends that play. And it's just start, such a stark contrast of what we saw under Cliff and company, right? Where it was really only Zach Ertz and then, you know, Max Williams would play but predominantly a blocker. I think if you're a tight end on this roster, you got to be excited because you're going to get opportunities, whether it be a yeah. tight end, 12 personnel, H-back. So if Trey McBride can develop and show them the explosiveness that he had at the collegiate level. And at times last year during his rookie season, he's going to find his way onto the field and get in the end zone. Like the cream rises to the top. And if Trey, if he, if he produces like for, you know, a cliche, then he'll get his opportunities. And if he doesn't, he gets beat out by these, you know, undrafted players and these six rounders and these veterans. And he wasn't good enough. Anyway, I'm still of the mindset. Like I'm very high on Trey McBride. I want to see him showcase but he's got real legitimate competition and he was not a draft pick of this regime. But I, this kid out of Stanford, man, like I, I watched some highlights of him this morning. He was a, a Dolphins draft pick yeah. and went in the sixth round. I wonder if the Cardinals would have had interest had he made it to the seventh round. Instead, they took stills, the defensive tackle. He has the kind of traits that you look for in a modern day tight end in 2023. And I'm not going out on a limb saying he's a future starter or something, but I watched, then I looked at his his combine stats and his combine metrics. We were there in Indianapolis when he worked out. I think he worked out, you guys correct me, with the wide receivers potentially. So a lot of people thought he could be a tweener. He puts on a little bit more weight. I mean, you watch him. He looks very comfortable with the football. He can snatch the ball out of the air. He did the gauntlet drill, catching the football, very smooth. So, I mean, he's just another weapon for them to deploy. As you mentioned, like, it's not, I don't know. I I could be short selling him here. He's not going to get his his hands dirty and be setting the edge on the perimeter to run block for James Conner. Well, he's he, showcased in the he, open field. He still has to ramp it up in, in as far as the departments, because they, how many times have we seen these tweeners, right? These guys right. who are wide receivers converted to tight end and they don't embrace all the dirty work. Uh, the lunch pail stuff, the tight end that you, you at least have to hit a, a level uh, to get out there on the playing field, because if, if you're not worth a shit as a blocker, you really can't, you know, 
like really be a, a threat at that position, right? Because you, you don't kind of create that conflict from a defense. Is this guy going to stay back to block? Is he going to leak out? You yeah. know, what's, what's going to happen here? I mean, so often we, do we see it? I mean, Hakeem Butler after his Cardinals days as a failed wide receiver draft pick, he was a guy that they tried to convert to tight end. And now he's back playing wide receiver because there's so many intricacies to that, that position mm-hmm. that people just think, Hey, he's a big body and, and he can do it, but there's more to it. Like technique, uh, mechanics, all the stuff, as far as getting down and dirty and blocking, he's got to embrace that because I think if he does, then he can go show off, you know, what makes him, you know, so, so valuable or why, why teams view him as valuable. And then you look at just the opportunities for these tight ends, like, one, you've got Zach Ertz, who says nothing is for certain as far as him starting week one, right? Trey McBride, who was kind of a – we really don't know what he was dealing with throughout training camp, but he wasn't available. You know, is he going to be full go uh, come week one? And then you got Swaim, who also battled injuries. And so there's going to be opportunity. I can't imagine, like, that you just wave a magic wand and these guys are just 100% ready to go. And then you look at what Petsing likes to do. I mean, David and Joku – and Hunter Bryant both had roles in this offense for the Browns last season. I, I, I fully anticipate, you know, two tight ends getting opportunities uh, for the Arizona Cardinals in 2023. Somebody else who's going to get an opportunity, you would presume, is new Arizona Cardinals safety, Kayvon Wallace-Bulbrock. You heard from JG today on the uh, recently claimed former fourth rounder out of Philadelphia. What do you have to say? Yeah, JG, he was pretty excited. He kind of lit up when I asked him about it. Here's his answer. Yeah, he's a high character guy, uh, loves ball, loves preparation of what goes into ball. Um, got a good skill set for a safety, smart um, team first guy. So excited to have him. Loves ball. He loves the preparation of ball. Uh, okay, so we all listen to that. I'm going to ask <laughs> producer Damon to play that one more time and i want everybody here in the chat to listen to what jonathan gannon says and then who does that not remind you of let's do it one more time yeah he's a high character guy uh loves ball loves preparation of what goes into ball um got a good skill set for a safety smart um team first guy so excited to have him Loves ball, right? Team first guy, got the right skill set for the safety. I think you guys are nailing it in the chat. Those are low key, like he's he's the antithesis of Isaiah Simmons. That's that I saw that even in his like, absence, you find a way. I did the Leo, you know, once upon a time in Hollywood thing today when <laughs> that, and I said, Bingo, that's uh, that's him getting a real safety that he loves, that he yeah. loves to coach, that who loves ball, right? That's how I took that. Everybody in the chat took it the same way, or most everybody. I, don't I love ball. Everybody. Uh, you do? That's why Gannon Gan loves are you ball. Just, are, are you, ball. Jonathan, are you, are you just looking around the room and, and saying you love things like lamp? Love, I love ball. I love the preparation uh, love that shipping, goes in the ball. I love shipping guys who don't love ball up out of here. See ya. Come Get out of here. You're, you're like Colt McCoy and you're pointing to the door. <laughs> I saw I I'm not where I spend too much time on old Kayvon, but I saw that today. I'm like, God, what a difference for Jonathan Gannon to go from one to the other. And again, gets his boy from Philadelphia. 
to come play in a secondary. I can't imagine how excited he was. He's. We'll get into it too because there was this preview, and we'll show it to you from uh, AZ Cardinals in, in their upcoming episode of Flight Plan, which is tonight, which we'll break down tomorrow. Um, of JG kind of talking to the team and just to see how how he gets players amped up. Uh, but just like to bring in one of his guys, guys that Nick Rollis and JG identifies their guys, like because you're yeah. white, you know, that play with that violence, that versatility, that physicality that they want. Uh, you know, that, that's that's exciting. And then to hear from our guy, Greg Dorch, our all-purpose player, Greg George, yesterday, they played at the same high school, two NFL players. And I, I went onto the huddle app last night because I'm, I'm a sicko and I was watching highlights from Literally. their Highland Highland high in Richmond, Virginia. And these guys were absolutely just terrorizing their menaces to the rest of Virginia high schools. And, and they started uh, just a tradition of winning ships there in, in Virginia but to watch Greg Dorch and watch Kayvon Wallace play on both sides of the football, they were picking off passes. They were running end rounds. They were blocking for each other. They were just making big time play after play. And, and you have to like that. And they've got a rapport with each other. And now on both sides of the football, you know, you say you want 22 Buda Bakers or 53 Buda Bakers. You know, I, I, I think, you know, Greg Dorch and Kayvon Wallace are, are cut from similar cloths. You gotta you gotta have heart, man. You know who couldn't measure a player's heart, if, even if he tried, is old Steve Kime. We're gonna talk about Steve Kime. I mean, you think Steve Kime measured Robert Kandichi's love for the game, or maybe Isaiah Simmons' love for the game, right? And it's it's you can see now they have a type, right? Everybody's yeah. got a type in life. JG's got a type. I love this in the chat. Let's get get this on a merchandise locker T-shirt. Love ball. Yeah, I love ball. <laughs> JG, I love JG, uh, and uh, JG talked a little bit about. There it is from Santana. I love ball. There I it love is. Ball. That's right. Jose, um, I love ball. Yep, there it is. Anything else from Gannon that we missed in terms of the presser today? You want to touch on? Um, I mean, just kind of w- what we started this show really out from outside of the, the conversations for uh, for Greg Dorch's podcast, All Purpose, but the quarterback competition, you know. Let's just talk about kind of very telling ways that Jonathan Gannon talks about things. This is Jonathan Gannon when he was asked about what he and Drew Petzing both see from Joshua Dobbs. Command. Uh, he can make plays inside, outside of the pocket. Um, he's mentally tough. He's a good teammate, good leader. And then what he had to say about rookie signal caller Clayton Toon. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's got the mentality that you want your trigger guy. Pretty short. <laughs> Went in depth, Joshua Dobbs, right? As far as, you know, he's the competitor. You know, he's he's got all these things. Uh, and then, like, yeah, that's what you want from your trigger guy. Which, interesting way, he's he's done that several times. He calls your quarter, his quarterback the trigger guy. I have this source. When he would ask be asked about Colt McCoy, he would say, Colt is Colt. And we know that. Solid. It's Colt, Colt is Colt, right? Joshua yeah. Dobbs is the starter. Uh, <laughs> Colt is Colt and Joshua Dobbs is here to start games for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, and, uh, right now, I mean, seven point dog with our friends at BetMGM. make some money. I think they're going to win bet MGM, $1,500 first bet offer. Hello. It's the official sports book of PHNX. Sign up with that bonus code PHNX. What a hook you up. How to get this offer in four, count them four easy steps. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on your iOS, Android, or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit 
at least 10 bones into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if that bet loses. If the bet does lose, well, again, you're going to get hooked up with bonus bets immediately after your initial wager has settled. Again, I told you this yesterday. I'm going to double down. I love, love Florida tonight against Utah. College football is in full force. BetMGM is here to help hook you up. Sign up. BetMGM. Bonus code PHNX. 10 bucks, up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. Check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to our guy, Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer. Um, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Guys from PHNX Sun Devils, they're some sweet boys. They're uh, they got their coverage. It's you're you're not going to want to miss out on a single second of it tonight. ASU, the Kenning Dillingham era kicks off, activating the Valley, Arizona State, Southern Utah. It's at seven, thirty four and a half point favorites. The Sun Devils are under. Kenny Dillingham, but uh, you're going to want to check out all the coverage from that from our friends over at PHNX Sun Devils. Of course, Shane Diefenbacher, Guy Anthony Totry, uh, Jalen Conyers probably going to go off tonight. You liking the Sun Devils minus 34 and a half? Uh, I do. I like, I mean, I think I like the you money line. In Southern Utah? Utah? There's nothing there. Well, I got burned last weekend with a big Pac-12 but... line, and I, I don't know. I, I like the uh, ASU Sun Devils to win comfortably. But, I mean, I, I put 31 on the team that's supposed to make the Final Four this year in USC, and they didn't cover. So, But I, I want to be wrong. And so, yeah, I'm going to go with with the old Sun Devils. Give me uh, give me them with the big spread. Anybody, Damon, what do you, you see Johnny with a confidence meter on that? What do you think? I mean, it didn't sound super confident for a Southern Utah. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That's a just. It's just a lot of points for a new regime. I don't know what to expect. I like Kenny Dillingham. I like him a lot. Yeah. I think he's going to be great. I think they're going to. Yeah. It's sad. I think they're going to be bowl eligible this year, and but yeah. they can't go to a bowl, obviously. But right. I, to me, it's like thirty-four points for a team I've never seen play before. Okay, give me a second. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, just whatever you do, put on the college football, kick back, enjoy some OGs for the next remaining hours. You can take advantage of one of the best deals possible you can find here in the Valley. PHNX listeners and viewers can get a whole lot sweeter. Thanks to our friends over at OGs Brands and the Flower Shop through tonight. You got 25% off 100 milligram bags of the fruits and the creams at Arizona Flower Shop locations. Go to the Flower Shop USA.com. Place your order. Online orders only, but then also in-person pickups. Use the code PHNX. You can get 25% off 100 milligram bags of OG's Fruits and the Creams. If you're a fan of those, there you go. Simple. Just go buy them. Save some money. Or if you're trying to figure out if you're a fruits guy, creams gal, figure it out for yourself. Go buy a bag. Save 25% doing that online. PHNX is the code. TheFlowershopUSA.com. Discount code PHNX. It's going through tonight, August 31st. So get out there and continue to flavor life with OGs. 
Uh, Jacob in the chat, Johnny's always looking like he's up to no good. You have no idea, my friend, uh, <laughs> Chase, the East Valley has changed you, Johnny. Absolutely. I am here to be changed, uh, and to chill out whenever I can. Uh, additionally, I love this. You got a, a ball, a uh, guy that loves ball on his, uh, for his picture there, his profile pic, Chase. Yeah. What is that? Does yeah. that that's Isaiah Simmons whiffing on a backup quarterback just Jason cruising in the end zone with that kind of photo? Uh, <laughs> I love this comment. SR, hey, oh, just got off work. PHNX is live. Good times. What's up, everybody? What's up, SR? We got off work yesterday, Bull Brock, and I went on the Twitter streets and uh, saw something that I mean, it was ghastly. Uh, and I thought it was pre recorded from like 18 months ago. Uh, if you have not seen this already, Steve Keim was invited by the coaching staff of the U of A football team to come speak, to be a guest speaker of U of A football. Do we have the video, Bo Brock? We do. Thanks to our friends over at, uh, our friend over at Cardinals Update. He was able to get it the short time it was online before this thing got ratioed into deletion. Uh, Steve Keim was asked for the We Educate Wednesday series for Arizona oh. football, and this is what he had to tell the players there down in the old Pueblo. The two hardest things to judge when you're a talent evaluator are very simple. Two things, the heart and the mind, okay? Two hardest things to evaluate. I can't see on tape all the time the heart and the mind. The heart, number one, what is the heart? The heart is your passion. It's the way you play the game. It's your motor. It's your attention to detail, okay? It's your physicality. All those things that are sometimes hard to read and see, which are most important, okay? The mind, simple. Your ability to process. How quickly you can process the information. Your ability to learn the playbook. Your study habits. How much time you put in in the film room. All those things matter, guys. Those are the two biggest things where I have seen players fail when they had the physical attributes to play the game. And that starts at this level. Guys, you can put your pens down. You don't need to write any of that down. Can I have 30 seconds of my <laughs> life back? Good Lord. We educate. Uh, no, we delete. We delete. The <laughs> we are embarrassed. Big, big time yikes. Uh, yeah. Talk about like, hey, can we read the room? Mr. Burner phone? Uh, <laughs> that story literally came out yesterday. And then they're like, oh, yeah. We post this on Twitter today, <laughs> old U of A Athletics. And I, we love U of A. I love Mike Luke and company. What the hell yeah. are you doing? Terrible look. Just terrible. It's called being tone deaf. I, I was I was curious, like on the We Educate Wednesday series, they got uh, maybe like Robert Sarver coming in about creating a solid culture or maybe like uh, Pac-12 commissioner. To the finance department. Right. Pac-12 commissioner, like, hey, here's how to build your brand. And then you got like, <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury on accountability. Hey, the CEO from Blockbuster wants to come talk to everybody. You guys good? The school business. We want to talk to Blockbuster. This has to be the, one of the worst like missteps ever. It got ratioed into oblivion. How long did that thing? Blake Murphy, your old co-host, said he he actually he screenshotted or he had screen recorded it. Yeah, like in real time. It was unbelievable. I People were just up for destroying under, this. under ten minutes. It was not up very long because I saw it right when it got posted, um, and then from there it was just you know I quote 
tweeted it and i was just like oh no what what are we doing guys i could i was literally speechless i i i had to check and make sure it was <laughs> it was recent and it was and you just yeah. can i just say and this is just probably i'm not going to knock the guy but he just does not look well he just doesn't he just doesn't look well i just no. i want him to 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 get help and to be be in a good place for he and his family but this is just a terrible look for you of a yeah. these are the two toughest things to evaluate it's uh, linebackers, wide receivers, <laughs> <laughs> maybe even offensive linemen if you want to add a third in there. Because I couldn't evaluate right it for 20 years on the job. Steve Crime, according to Low Tone Capone. I mean, <laughs> here's the thing is that he was he was like, yeah, basically he's like, when I had a bust, it was because of the heart and you just can't measure yeah. a guy's heart. Couldn't like, see well, it. Other teams were telling you, though, that those players maybe didn't have heart or didn't love ball. Uh, he just, God, how about just the, did you ever scout like power five schools, Steve, you ever <laughs> a Bama player in the first round or a Ohio state player, maybe right. now I'm, I'm, you know, I like the small schools. I'm out in UMass doing deep dives on day two of the draft. I'm taking Josh Rosen out of UCLA. I don't, I'm not into Lamar Jackson so right. much. He's I, off my board. Couldn't measure his heart. I, I couldn't, couldn't measure how much Lamar loved the game. No. Josh just loved it more. No, I think his Heisman trophy weighed more than his heart. Nobody cared. Uh, okay. So on the same day that U of A puts out an egregious, egregious uh, video featuring Steve Kime, they promptly deleted it. It came out yesterday. We covered a little bit at the end of the yesterday's show, Bo, about the burner phone situation with Steve Kime. You guys all know about it. We're not going to rehash it. However, we are going to do a little exercise that'll mm -hmm. be fun today. Bo and I are going to share with you who would be on our burner phones should they ever become available? And I first, I want to give the floor to my co-host here. I have, yeah. We have not seen each other's lists. Right. The burner wow. phones for Bo Brock and Johnny Venerable. We're gonna we're gonna air our dirty laundry right now. I, I mean, obviously, with the in the burner phone situation, I've got Goat McCoy here. Obviously, I had a uh, a bromance with Colt McCoy <laughs> throughout training camp, and I we would just text back and forth about his performances. And I usually would just hit him up with, "Hey, can you play better, please?" Can because uh, I'm going on a daily podcast and I'm telling people that you should start in front of the fifth round rookie and you're not giving many real reasons to outside of your experience. And then, yeah, I hit up old Steven Kime, Stevie boy. <laughs> I like to, because he, he wants to stay in the burner for, fa, phone game. So yeah. uh, I like to do that. I, I like this graphic, by the way, what is that a burner phone emoji on there? Where the hell do we find yeah, that? So it's a burner, like a, like a Bunsen burner, like yeah. holding a phone. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, you hear that man right there, our new uh, producer of the show, uh, PHNX Cardinals, Damon Dog. I like to text him when Johnny's going off the rails. I usually just text him on our burner phones and say, can you believe what this guy's saying? Uh, and then, <laughs> and then, who is this on the bottom? Oh, that's right, uh, Simmons Enjoyer four twenty. <laughs> that's uh, that's of course uh, the guy that Johnny Venerable used to uh, slander on a daily basis. And I used to just send him texts to just calm him down. Calm me down. Bo's he's big now, time. He's now got a New York area code. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bo's big time. He's got Cardinal uh, players in his phone. I do not. Uh, Bo's there grinding every day at practice. He's hobnobbing. He's getting the big time numbers, uh, hiding them on his burner phone. Here's what I'm hiding, and I'm exclusive. I'm exclusive with my burner phones only to PHNX. So first of all, Captain Bankrupt is my guy. Bankrupt is my guy Shane Diefenbach, as we mentioned. <laughs> I took home on my burner phone, 
and I like to see who he is, wants to gamble with, and then I do the opposite. So that, that's Captain Bankrupt. And then Sussy Boy is also Shane, but that's him from his burner phone calling me back. So I have to have two phones, and, and so does he, to be okay. able to contact Shane Diefenbach. Uh, LL Bean in my burner phone is producer head Jacob. Uh, that goes without saying. He loves sweaters. Uh, so anytime I get a text or a phone call from LL Bean, I know I'm in big trouble. Speaking of big trouble, how about grandpa? Not my own grandpa, the PHNX grandpa, Howard Balzer, when I want to text and go back and forth on Cardinal News as well as where can I get those sweet, sweet Werther's candies? That's that's our guy, Howard Balzer. And then there's one more number I don't have in here, uh, but I've got it listed on my phone. It's Cold McCoy, Bob Rock, because his takes are so fucking cold lately. There he is, the snowman, Bo Brock, in my burner phone right there. Cold, C-O-L-D, McCoy is my sweet baby boy. Bo Brock, the co-host. You just, you love to see it. You need to go drop your entire, like, pillowcase of burner phones into a river right now. Yeah. And stop the venerable crime syndicate that you have and use those burner forms. For. How dare you? Would you call me the snowman? No, Cold McCoy is your name. Cold McCoy. <laughs> That's right. Cold takes for Colt McCoy. Uh, let's see that graphic one more time. Producer extraordinaire Damon Dog, put that together. It is elite. Me. We did it incognito today. I sent you a special snowman graphic of your boy. It's Bo Brock. It's got the coldest takes around. Cold McCoy. Just love that. Look at his little his little scarf. Adorable. It's cold it's even not, cold not even coming. in these high temperatures. It was a it was a rough month, rough couple of weeks for your boy. You'll bounce as, back. You'll bounce yeah. back. We we appreciate. It. I'll tell you who who never needs to bounce back because they're always elite. I'm staying cold with some polar pops with our friends at Circle K. And uh, it's because I'm part of this exclusive inner circle. Ever heard of it? Right now, the inner circle is represented for America's top thirst stop. It's a free new membership program. Save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups with our friends at Circle K. Get every six free on a selection of Circle K products, pizza, iced coffee, fountain drinks, polar pops, whatever. Join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply. At participating locations, visit Circle Day, CircleK.com for more details. It's game day for the Sun Devils, and why not hit up our friends over at Illegal Pete's to celebrate, get on that patio, have some margaritas, have some beers, of course, enjoy all that mouth-watering food that they have uh, at all their locations here around the Valley, but of course, especially in that Tempe location, uh, bowls, tacos, salads, burritos, nachos, they all go hard, custom cocktails, and all those beers, as we were saying, and those piping hot queso that you don't want to miss out on. Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot uh, throughout the summer and fall. Stop by happy hour, not this just like teeny tiny happy hour. Hey, you just missed it. It lasted for 2.5 seconds. No, it's 3 to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer, and Sun Devil wins for the last 28 years. Crazy! It's football season. I, I like just- I like sensible bow. I like that. Is it Chase in the chat saying sensible instead of snowman bow? No, it's way better. Old McCoy. That's your nickname. <laughs> uh, the candle thirty four four ninety nine. Thank you so much for the super chat. Keep up the good work, guys. Everyday listener from Tennessee. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, the candle thirty four. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody. Uh, we also appreciate uh, one Jonathan Gannon. Gannon Gannon uh, was fantastic all throughout training camp and preseason. Bow, and we get. A little bit more insight coming up on the Flight Plan episode, which airs tonight, Bo Brock. The teaser today, Flight Plan, 
they do phenomenal work. We'll give the team, you know, production uh, team their due. They do awesome stuff. Uh, and the teaser they put out tonight looks like an epic showcase of JG. Yeah, and this is just a warning for everybody out there. Like, if if you are around any kind of uh, just fragile objects, you might want to, like, remove them or put them in a safe place because this is going to get you fired up. This is yeah. going to make you want to run through a fucking wall. Here's JG and the teaser for tonight's flight plan. Welcome back. Who drove over here? Quick, let me see your hands. Who took the bus? Did you have fire in your gut? Did you? We're here for a reason. Don't get that twisted, okay? We're here for a reason to win games. So if you didn't have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for killers. What's he looking for? You know what it is. <laughs> uh, it's legitimately hair-raising stuff from yeah. the head coach. I mean, I, I don't know if this guy's going to be great or not, but how can you not be fired up? And the, again, we saw hard knocks with Cliff Kingsbury last year, man. It was the exact opposite of that. I mean, this guy, they're weeding it out. And that was at the beginning of training camp. Yeah. So it's clear some of those bros in that room, they gone. They didn't make it. They didn't make yeah. it with the fire in their gut. Uh, I just, you just love everything about him so far. Absolutely. I mean, that, that, that makes me, I know I have zero athleticism left in my body, in my old riddled body, but it makes me want to go and just hit the playing field and just give it all for, for Jonathan Gannon. You're a killer. Huh? You think you're a killer? I feel like I am. That's the point. Like Jonathan Gannon, like we don't know how he looked. I mean, we've seen him in three preseason games, right? And, And we very, then scratch the surface as far as you know how he's going to handle in-game situations but as far as how he's elevating you know how they 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 get these players prepared and how they talk to him and how they get hold him accountable and and what they're asking from it's a complete as DJ Humphrey said a culture shock and it's refreshing and it's got to have every single Arizona Cardinals fan excited about the future i mean it just it feels like they're in good hands finally. Head coach, general manager, everybody in unison. And I again, like I, I don't think yes, talent could be a problem this fall. I, effort's not going to be a problem. Competing's not going to be a problem. Like how many times last year when this team was flushed with, you know, guys with big names and big contracts, did they not compete? Like nobody has to worry about that. And I think you've seen that. I I, I don't want to dismiss what they did in the preseason. Like they got railroaded by Kansas City's the you know world champion with the best quarterback in the world but like they were competitive for most of the preseason with backups upon backups guys who aren't even with the roster anymore considering guys like David Blauer gone so it just gets you fired up competing guys if they buy in look out if people buy into their roles and people buy into the messaging of this coaching staff led by Jonathan Gannon this rebuild is going to go by like that because right. they have the resources they've got the money they've got the draft picks it just You've got the people involved, like people who who refuse to see the quality of JG have an agenda based on very little evidence other than what they find on Twitter or the Internet. Like yeah. the, the clip to Rondell Moore, the second half of the Super Bowl. I mean, like this is a disciple of Mike Zimmer. You think Mike Zimmer can coach once upon a time? Been the NFC Championships, one is one is division with Aaron, with a prime Aaron Rodgers. You think people don't respect Mike Zimmer 
I think anybody right now in the chat would sign up for Mike Zimmer 2.0, the prime Mike Zimmer as an Arizona Cardinal head coach and Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. Plus a franchise quarterback, because considering Zimmer and Kirk Cousins hated each other. I, I think that's what the Cardinals are getting. Little Broco 109, I'm looking for killers, got me fired up. Let's go Cardinals. Absolutely. If mm -hmm. if you didn't get fired up by that line, you don't have a pulse. Like yep. go to the hospital. Something's wrong. You don't you're 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 not your get body's out, not dude. working correctly. Santana, did you see Buda Baker? Absolutely. That guy was like unpickable locked in. Like this, like there there was nothing that was gonna unlock Buddha. He was he was completely dialed in the JG. And that's absolutely what we talked about during the entire Buda Baker saga throughout this preseason or this this offseason was like, just get him in front of JG. These guys are one and the same. Uh I mean Absolutely right. I mean, this this team, th this culture, is it's changing. You know, I was looking at it as, as tanking has been such a hot topic with this Arizona Cardinals team, and there's been so many misinformed takes, especially from the national media, because they see all the roster moves and people that they perceive as as you know contributing players and, and good players for this team from the Isaiah Simmons trade last week for a seventh rounder and Josh Jones a backup who couldn't beat out Kelvin Beecham yeah. you know Simmons is a third safety if he plays safety uh they're they're applauding him almost sacking the quarterback in a preseason game and then you've got Colt McCoy who couldn't complete a, a pass uh at the quarterback position getting straight up cut and they're like, oh, this is an egregious tank, and they're not even going to be competitive. It's like, no, 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 you're, you, that's not even close. I mean, this team is rebuilding the roster, and they're building guys that are going to buy in and who bought in to what Jonathan Gannon is is teaching and what his coaching staff is bringing to the, to the table. And if you look at it like there has been recent history, you know, from like in baseball, the Houston Astros, like when they started that rebuild, they, people were pointing and laughing at him like, what is this? We're like, this is the product that you're going to put your fans through. And then what it turn into? And they're going to, in the eight, uh, the last nine seasons, they're going to make the playoffs. They've been the three World Series. They've won two of them. And I say what you want about cheating. I know that's part of the equation. But they had talented rosters, right? Uh, you've got in the NBA, trust the process, the Philadelphia 76ers, were a 10-win basketball team. And they were 10-72. and 72. They've been in the postseason now five seasons in a row. And then you've got the Miami Dolphins where people are like, this is egregious. What they're doing in Miami, Brian Flores' first team, they won five games, right? And then since then, I was talking with producer Damon about this, and I think this is the comp, right? They they have three consecutive winning seasons since that five-win season where they weren't supposed to win jack shit. I think that that's... I mean, that's proof right there that if you rebuild it correctly and Monty Osfort and Jonathan Gannon and crew are doing that, there's going to be potential sustainable success and consistent success out there for this organization in the near future. Yeah, and all of those sports you just named, it is exponentially faster to rebuild in the NFL. It's proven. Yeah. Like the NBA and Major League Baseball, respectfully, I mean, go ask our friends on PHNX Diamondbacks. It takes a while. It can sometimes take three to five years. The NFL, the beauty of the NFL, not for the players, but for the for the fans, if somebody's not getting it done, goodbye, you just cut their ass, right? You move on, you take the hit. These guys print money, right? The assets are immense. You can flip a roster. The Cardinals are going to go into this season with about half of the roster from last year gone, and you're going to fast forward into this offseason, and it's going to be like 75 80%. And they're going to add assets and free agency in the draft, and they're going to see who can play this fall and who can't. And they can turn around next year. There will be, I, I predict right now, and we'll and pull this clip a year from now. I'd love to. That <laughs> there will be teams 
or media, national media all over this team next year to be a sleeper team yeah. in the NFC. That's just how the NFL works. You're you're somebody's trash today, and the next year you're the darling of the NFC. Ask the Detroit Lions how that worked out. And they have Jerry Goff as their quarterback. He's he's fine. They missed on Jamison yeah. Williams. He's kind of a bust right now, but they they had immense wow. resources. They got the right coach and the right GM, <laughs> right? And then the Cardinals stole their assistant GM and Dave Sears, which yeah. you love to see it. I, I just think, it, like, everybody just take a minute. Would you rather go into the season with false sense of reality, spend a bunch of money in free agents on overpaid players, and and then probably have a, a very similar season to what you might have had, or you're stripping it down and you're building something this this franchise, this bird has never had sustained success with young players. I love Kurt Warner and Carson Palmer. Those were those were done in a blink of an eye because right. your, your expiration date was only as good as the quarterback that you had. Right. And whether it's Kyler Murray or Caleb Williams or whomever, they're going to be rolling with a young franchise signal caller for the next half decade plus with a bunch of young players like Paris Johnson Jr. and Michael Wilson. They're going to be viable, but it's just going to take time. Yeah, but it's also finding out who that quarterback is moving forward. And right. it, most likely it's it's Kyler Murray, right? And it's getting him back. And, you know, there's that kind of delayed gratification as far as watching him getting to watch him go out there each and every Sunday and perform for this team and then prove, you know, obviously to Cardinals fans. And then of course, all the outside noise and all the haters that have been saying all this, this stupid shit about him for over a year now. And and then some like improve them wrong and finally get the coaching that, that he needs. Um, you know, I think that that when they, when they lock in the quarterback position, that's, that's what's going to really push this thing forward and then they can start building the rest of the roster and and they're going to really emphasize premium positions and they've already done so with a second round pick on a a pass rusher and a third round pick on a cornerback and a big bodied physical wide receiver it's uh it's it's really really encouraging even in in what we call you know we were we were kind of tasked by our bosses here at phnx to kind of how how are we going to like what's the theme of this season and it's pre-flight, right? It's pre-flight. They're about to take off, but they really have to get everything together before they they really kind of take off. And you know, it's it's an exciting time. Like there's a lot that has to go right, but I think that the people they have in place is Monty Osafort and Jonathan Gannon and in their supporting cast. Now, people like I already see it in my replies on Twitter. Like, well, bid well. It's like you can overcome bad ownership you can overcome that and it really feels like bidwell is stepping away from the football operations part of things and and letting the guys that he he looked out externally for the first time in three decades to take on and really give some fresh eyes to this and and put in place some things that they haven't been doing for far too long i want to talk everybody about splash sports phnx has a weekly pick x and survival contest in the nfl to participate in if you want to go against us in a premier pick em league for real money this is how you do it head to splashsportscom slash phnx the link is in the description sign up again pick against the cardinals pick the cardinals whatever you want to do go across the landscape of the nfl and now uh, we're going to hook you up the weekly phnx pick em nfl x contest first prize i don't know a cool 300 $15, second place, 90 bucks, third place, 45 and the winner-take-all survival contest for the year, $450. We'll be running the contest all year, so keep that link handy. Want to run your own contest with your friends, buddies, whomever? Tired of being uh, in, in the league? You got to chase people down. You get nothing. 
You can sign up to be the commissioner right now through the link, earn money for the contestants you're already running with through your friends and family. Head to splashsport.com slash PHNX to join in. We'll have different contests coming out. So super stoked. So many good offers this sports season to participate. But why would you turn anywhere else but Splash Sports and PHNX, Bo? We had an incredible deal. Save money on becoming a diehard last night. If you didn't take advantage of it, like so many people did, you can still become a diehard. You can still get exclusive access to all the things that we're doing and our exclusive member discord. Uh, a lot of the events that are upcoming for PHNX Cardinals, PHNX Suns, who are poised for a huge season, uh, Coyotes, D-backs, our college teams, U of A and Sun Devils. Uh, you don't want to miss out on that. And of course, you get the free gear, including that brand new Greg Dorch T-shirt that you can wear while you listen to his all-purpose podcast. Become a diehard today. Get in just like the beginning of this new era of Arizona Cardinals football. Get in at PHNX Sports. Become a diehard today and, and take advantage of the deals that we have, like the free shirt or free hat. And of course, the deals that we have through our partnerships all around the Valley. Uh Go phnx.com and, of course, phnxlocker.com. Our guy, uh, are this, is this still going on, the countdown, the kickoff? I didn't know. The T-shirts and the hats are still just 24 bucks in the PHNX locker. So go to phnxlocker.com and buy these. I just I took advantage of this earlier this week. I had my package arrive uh, at my doorstep a couple hours ago. I'm hoping it didn't get uh, porch pirated. Um, but I'm, I'm looking ex- – I'm excited about all this stuff. Johnny – before we get out of here, though, we got to we got to uh, I know you have a story and we can't have a show today without, you know, the legend Larry Legend turned 40 today. Larry he, Fitzgerald. He did. he did. It's exciting. Happy birthday, Larry. <laughs> That's all you got for him. <laughs> no, I mean, the goat, the greatest player in franchise history, turned 40 years old today. And um I hope he can be around the team in some capacity when they start winning under Jonathan Gannon. I know he was at the Minnesota practices last week. He's been doing some national media, but I mean, what's my, do you want me to run through my 40, 40 greatest Larry Fitzgerald moments on this? Would you? That might, yeah. that might take a second. What is your number one? Probably the Super Bowl. I mean, okay. even though they lost, I mean, that was the most surreal moment of my Cardinal life watching him operate. I remember I worked at circuit city in college and I was a big Cardinal fan, and there was this guy who came up to me, and he just talked all this shit about the Steelers' defense that they had not given up 300 yards of offense the entire year. That just shows you the difference in 2008. And Warner passed for over 300 yards alone, and Fitzgerald just dominated them. And it just it felt like they just they needed like one more minute. I mean, everybody wants to talk about the fact that you know they had the the pick six at the end of the half, but. I mean, that, what Larry did in that game solidified him, in my opinion, as a top three wide receiver of all time. His, uh, yeah, his postseason, nobody, no wide receiver has had a postseason like Larry Fitzgerald did. I think it was like seven touchdowns throughout that postseason, over 500 yards receiving. He was absolute, just unstoppable force mm-hmm. um, for that Arizona Cardinals team. He left, as you mentioned, like he left the field with the offense and the Cardinals leading that game. And then I still don't think that San Antonio Holmes is truly toe-tapped in the back of the end zone. Uh, mine, my personal is just because I was in the building for the divisional round overtime victory over the Green Bay Packers. The 75-yard scamper, Carson Palmer, you know, across the field, mm-hmm. kind of a weird throw, and Larry Fitzgerald just running down the field, nearly taking it in, and then on the shovel pass just a play or so later. 
that was just an electric atmosphere with the Red Sea at the University of Phoenix Stadium. It was unreal. That was my favorite moment. It's a great one. And it feels like the Cardinals were destined to win that game because of number 11. I mean, it just yeah. they, they couldn't stop him. That play, the physicality, I mean, his speed was never what he was defined by, but he always had sneaky fast feet. Um, I want to get to the super chat. We missed it earlier. Of course, our guy topic 64. How about this? In yesterday's show, I was like, it'll be nice if we get Elijah. And guess what happened? All right, topic 64. I need you to predict a uh, opening weekend dub for the Arizona. Cardinals. <laughs> how, about, how about that? But yeah, man, Elijah, he's here in Arizona. Will he be catching passes like Larry Fitzgerald? That'd be nice. Probably a lot to put yeah. on a, a six round pick. Yeah. I have a quick story. Do we have time for it or do we? Yeah. You should be fine though, because you, uh, you didn't go to circle K and no, I made just, I made a really bad choice today. Well, you guys know. So I, a little inside baseball, I am hosting the PHNX faithful tomorrow at, at the venerable house for our fantasy football draft. So I have a lot to get done today. So we, we do the show here in the late afternoon and then, and then I have to get the house ready. So I want to be caffeinated up right? Like most days. And my drink of choice is I like pumpkin cream cold brews when I can get them, right? And it's it's in the season now. I love pumpkin porters, but I love pumpkin cream cold brews. So I pick my son up from school and tell him I'm going to go get some 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 pumpkin cream cold brews from an establishment. You guys probably know it. I don't want to reveal yeah. on the show. And so we drive through this establishment. They're out of cold brew. So I'm like, okay. And I'm right next to a you know supermarket that has one inside. So I tell my son, I'm like, we got to suck it up. We got to go inside. So I go inside and I say, I need two pumpkin cream cold brews. I get the little man a, a frap, no caffeine. I get my daughter a cake pop and I'm walking away. And she's like, do you want, and it's a super nice girl, you want cream? And I'm like, do I want cream in my pumpkin cream cold brew? Yeah, I would like some cream in there. Just how you guys normally make it. That should have been the red flag right away. Right. He's like, no problem. So we sat there and they came out. And I'm like, mm, these don't look right. But I'm, I just, I don't like to say things, you know, and, you know, people are, people are busy in, in retail and, and foods and good services. So I took him and I, my little man had his frap and we get in the car and we're like almost home. And I'm like, oh man, we forgot the cake pop. I'm like, no, no problem. And then I tasted the cold brew and it was not pumpkin cream. And I knew it wasn't. So I'm like, you know, I invested about $18. Yeah. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go back. Basic Johnny just, knows his pumpkin cream. And I'm going to go. It just wasn't what I asked for. Yeah. It was it was a sweet cream cold brew. So I'm like, yeah. okay, we're just going to ask. My son was a good sport. We went back inside. So I said, hey, we forgot our cake pop. And she's like, oh, yeah. And so she gets it out and she gives it to us. I said, hey, these are these are not pumpkin cream cold brews. She said, yeah. are you sure? So then I, is this a dick move? I pulled up my phone and I pulled up what a pumpkin cold cream cold brew is supposed to look like. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you want it like that? And I'm like, yeah, I want it to be what I ordered. And she's like, do you want the stuff on top? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I would like it how it typically is. It's an expensive drink. So I sit there with my son and I'm just like, this is not going to go well. She hands them back to us. And there's a line of people now. They look exactly the same. I think because I gave her back the old drinks. I think she just gave me the original drinks back. She just like swirled them around and there you go. Yeah. And so I, I look at my son, he looks at me. I'm like, we're just going to take the L here. We're just going to yeah. take the L. I drank about a quarter of it. I couldn't finish it. I threw it out. I went home. Yeah. My wife confirmed it's not a pumpkin cream cold boost. So it was, it was a tough yeah. day for your boy, but we will persevere. I'm sorry, man. That is yeah. tough. You did persevere. I, I appreciate that. You play in hurt. I, I uh, and this, this girl was probably in high school. I wasn't going to give her a hard time in yeah. front of people. But I'm like, let's let's do better. Let's do better. Yeah. Devastating. This, right now, there's probably a trash can with a which should have been a pumpkin cream cold brew with the wing king written on it, uh, of Maricopa. It's just it it was three quarters full. 
You know what I wanted to slam immediately before the show was about 20 uh, of my favorite Four Peaks pumpkin beverage. Yeah. I think you know what I'm talking about. You can, get, about, at, you can get them at Circle K, too. Uh -huh, yeah, you yeah. can get... That should have been... that. I should have just made a hard right to Circle K to get the pumpkin porter Four Peaks. Mm -hmm. That's my story. That's that's not how I want to end the podcast <laughs> where we talk about Steve Kime, but... Pumpkin this, King. Yeah, the Pumpkin King. I'm not Jack Skeleton, but I am pissed I didn't get my coffee today. So here we are. <sighs> You like flick your uh, your your plaid scarf and said, I'm out of here. I'm taking my business Thank elsewhere. Thank you, ma'am. Good day. <laughs> I need it. Inject it. I couldn't believe when she was like, do you want the sprinkles on top? And I'm like, no, I want it how you make yeah. it. Do you have the directions? Should we do it Excuse together? Me? I should just make my own. God damn it. Do you have a manager? Johnny went full camera. No, I, yeah. it was one of those Let little show you. ones. Look she at, was, look at this. herself. Would you look I did, at it? I did that. I did. It's yeah. right here. See, ma'am, it's in the picture. Yeah, you're an awful person. I am. I'm real bad. No, I kept my composure. But if yeah. it was somebody who looked like Bo behind the desk, behind the counter, I would have been. I would have been pissed. <laughs> Good old uh, Cold McCoy or whatever you guys. Cold McCoy. Yeah. With this cold brew. Great, great show today as we've at, rapidly lose viewers following this. Yeah, they're just like this guy talking in about his seven dollar <laughs> coffee Chad, drink. You can't get right. <laughs> Tomorrow we're going to do uh, a post-game show of sorts for uh, Flight Plan tonight. Jonathan Gannon uh, laying the wood and just absolutely kicking ass and taking names in his first episode. No practice tomorrow, Bo, for our precious Cardinals. Yeah, no, no practice for the Arizona Cardinals. Just a walkthrough, and then they're going to take a little downtime and then really get after it. It's game week on Monday, Labor Day. They got practice, and then it's full go. It's full throttle. Buckle up. JG and crew uh, can't wait. It's been an epic preseason off season with this, uh, with all of you. Uh, we're so thankful for it. Just put the finishing touches on our biggest month ever. It's only going to get bigger from here on out. Thank you to everybody that tuned in, downloaded the podcast, left a rating, left a review. Uh, it continues tomorrow. And of course, breaking news throughout the weekend, potentially. And then of course, game week against the commanders, Sam Howell, and Ron Rivera. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Everybody wish Johnny gets his coffee order correct tomorrow before showtime. <laughs> Things aren't going well for me. Of course, if you haven't subscribed, because you don't want to miss out on that brand new Greg Dorch all-purpose podcast right here on PHNX Sports.